Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Reese, and I'm so glad you guys have joined me today. What I'd like to do is to open up today's episode with a quote, which really I truly believe to be more of a fact, and is going to serve as the foundation for this three-part series that I'm launching with today on adaptability. And the quote states, It is not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent. It is the one that is most adaptable to change. Charles Darwin. Now, a few episodes back, I had launched with uh, a talk on adapting your business to COVID-19, where I shared some tips for how you can start adapting your real estate business, some ideas uh, or insights that maybe hopefully spark some new ideas on how to operate with this changing landscape. It has been a few weeks since I recorded that, and the more I look around, the more I'm really starting to see how much adaptability is needed. Many of you listening today might find yourself in one of these three categories. A, you've either decided not to do business during the COVID-19 pandemic. B, you may be trying to do business, but keeping to the way that you've always done it and perhaps struggling. Or C, you're persevering through this pandemic. You're finding new ways of doing what you've done in the past, but you're still struggling. Now, the last group is really showing more of the um, adaptation or the adaptability. And even in that group, you're running into struggles. And here's why. And I've heard from many of you. Some of you are sort of coming forward saying, but I am adapting. I'm using, you know, I'm working virtually. I've created workarounds, but the client's lawyer is not prepared to do that. Or the photographer is not around to do that. Or, you know, I want to virtually stage the property, but this supplier is not available to do that. So things are constantly changing around us, and as such, we might not have the support to be able to continue to to adapt the way we we would like. And that's just sort of part and parcel to what we're facing in the landscape of COVID-19. And so with that, we just have to learn how to continue to change with it, because it's constantly changing. And we, we need to, I guess, sort of understand that Our pacing is different, and I'm going to talk about pacing later on as well, where some people are running through this road, new road, and some are kind of taking a slow walk. And so it's going to take time for things to adapt and to uh, where everybody's sort of now uh, on a similar similar page. And it really depends on the business, the industry, um, and, and how much support that particular person might have in order to adapt their business. The thing is this though, everything around us is constantly changing, which means we have to change with it. And what I'm finding more and more is it's not so much about having the perspective of being prepared for plan A or plan B. It's really about being responsive to whatever that plan A or plan B is. And the challenging part is it's been changing by the minute. So today I launch with a three-part series on adaptability to help you first understand what is needed and then more importantly, why. So if we look at adaptability and what that term actually means, it's about being able to adjust to new conditions. And certainly we are seeing that today. Everything that we are trying to navigate is new. And a great example is even just from working from home. Many of us are working from home and we're finding that our families are now becoming our coworkers with all their nuances and little annoying habits and ways of being and doing things. And normally that's manageable because we've learned to adapt under normal circumstances or conditions. And now that things have changed and many people are finding that they're in close quarters with their families for longer periods of time with no uh, maybe even 
uh, space, extra space to branch out. Um, I know some of our workspaces have gone from what used to be private to now shared, and in some cases, even mixed use, where your kitchens are serving as, you know, office spaces or workspaces, and then transitioning to a kitchen for dinner time. So I've worked at home for a while now. I can honestly share with you that the only reason why it's working for me is because I learned very early on what to do and what not to do. And I learned how to adapt to these new conditions. When I used to work in an office, I had a time I would show up. I had a time I would leave. I understood the dynamics around me and, and I got used to that and I created a routine or structure that supported that. When I came to work in, into my home office for the majority of time, I didn't have those structures in place. And so it was really about learning how to adapt. And I found that because my office was within my home, I always had access to my computer and my work, which means I never really turned off. And so I learned very early on how to set those structures and parameters. And I think if this is resonating with you and you're finding yourself in, you know, having to work from home and where the lines between business and personal can get very blurred uh, and where you don't really have those set structures in place yet, I think that's a great place to start for adapting to the new conditions. You know, are you doing laundry or trying to do laundry during a lunch break? Are you even taking a lunch break? Are you working longer days now because the computer's always there? I think that's a big one. I think a lot of people I've spoken to, that's the biggest one that they've shared, is they just don't know how and when to turn it off. It's always there. And the truth is, it's always going to be there um, for as long as you're working from home. And I think that's where it's really important as part of the adapting to the new conditions is understanding what do I need to do now to make it work, given the circumstances that we're in and the and the um, surroundings that we're working within. So these new these new conditions um, that you guys are, are are learning to adjust to, it's not easy, and I know that, especially when you have kids at home who are also trying to adapt to their new norm. But our ability to adapt to new conditions due to COVID is really going to be critical for health and well being, and I can't stress that enough. If you're finding yourself in a position, in this position, where you're just constantly working, don't really have any defined set, you know, structure or routine, um, you just first of all, know you're not alone in that. And I think with a bit of creativity and maybe a different perspective, I know that you can learn to adapt to this too. Um, as a side note, I think the best way to sort of look at that is to start looking at your home as a new workplace. Like imagine you just picked up your business and moved to a new workplace and you've got new employees or colleagues. Um, you know, have a, have a look at your space. Take a look at where everyone is working. Can you carve out respected designated workspaces for everybody so that you're not all on top of one another or someone's not barging into the kitchen while you're trying to you know manage your work if that's the area that you've you've decided to work in so it's really about looking at now creating what rules are going to work now given the situations that you're in implementing those so that everybody's time and space is respected um, because there's a big adjustment happening and everybody's feeling a little bit constrained, a little bit restricted, confused is a big one. Uh, and it's really just about creating those parameters. We have to recreate that. And that that's really speaking to how to adapt to new conditions. Um, and it would be no different if you were to 
you know, leave your real estate businesses and go work for a corporate job and show up at the office on a Monday morning, you would have to relearn what those social rules are. Um, And it's no different in your own home. So just kind of having a, a different shift of perspective, if you're feeling that, is to take a look at how you can create some parameters, healthy boundaries, so that everybody can work effectively. And if you're still struggling with what that that could look like, or you're just not sure, don't hesitate to reach out. If you want to head on over to the Facebook group, LE Podcast, uh, leave me a comment in the group. I'd be happy to chime in, share some of the you know boundaries or processes or things that I know that have worked for me. And I'm certain that that will start a conversation with other people in the group to be able to share as well. So that's sort of the one piece. Um, So adapting to new conditions is one part of adaptability. The other piece of adaptability is looking at whether or not we have the tools or systems or products and if they can be used in a new way. And I think this is where a lot of people's minds go when you think adaptability or innovation or creativity. It's about whether we can repurpose um, something or use it in a different way. And that goes with our minds as well. Mind, the mindset that we're carrying right now and the lens that we're going to be viewing our world, our families, our relationships, our business from has to change if we're going to remain adaptable because the truth is how we look at things lends itself to whether or not we can and are willing to change and whether we can be creative and come up with new strategies and new ways of doing things. And I'm seeing this play out every day. I, you know, I look around at my, my, the school that my children attend They uh, have 3D printers in the school um, that we have raised money for and and brought in for curriculum. And they've now, with the school being closed, have loaned out these printers to a local company who's now using it to create pieces that will be used to make medical face masks. Now, that's not what the printer was intended for, but it's being repurposed. And this company that's doing it, their main purpose was not to create parts, but they have the know-how and they have the technology and they have the skills at the table to be able to do that. So it's about repurposing and using things in a different way. And those are the things that we need in our business. That truly is adaptability. But that's just one example. We have so many other products and companies out there that are really adapting themselves to create new things in our industry. I think very soon you guys are going to start to see um, expansions on virtual reality and how that's being used. We're going to start looking at, and it's already happening, there are innovators out there who have virtual sharing technologies that are now partnering up with other companies, let's say a virtual tour company, and by merging those two pieces of tech, they're now creating brand new experiences for our clients and for you guys to be able to now have a virtual walkthrough together. This is not, let's record a virtual tour, post it up, in a link on our MLS system, people can kind of just walk through and navigate. We can do that now collectively through virtual reality um, and by merging technologies. And so that's a really great example of adaptability in being able to repurpose or find a new way or a new use for some of the things that we have already been using. It's almost like bringing video games into real estate. And and I just, you know, I think that's probably one of the most exciting things uh, looking at uh, from where I stand today is when all of this is is done and we will get through this COVID-19 pandemic, all of the new things that are going to be born 
because of it, out of necessity. Uh, and, I, and I'm curious to see how much of it actually sticks around, but that really does speak to adaptability. So really taking a look around your own life, your own world and your families and your businesses and local businesses and, and, and just identifying, I think that's a great place to start in terms of looking at if you can identify what adaptability looks like in your world. Now, here's the question that we all have to um, you know, have a look at when we're talking about adaptability, and that, that is, what do we need in order to be adaptable? So it's great, we have got all these great examples around us, and we know we need to, but how do we get there? And I've come up with two very important things that I think uh, are really influential and impactful on, on us being able to be adaptable. And we're going to dive into those two things over the next two episodes. So the first is our mindset, the way we think, um, because we know the way we think has an impact on how well we will adapt. And really, it's not so much uh, about positive, negative mindsets. It's it's more fixed and flexible. So I'm going to talk about that in, in next week's episode. And then the one following that is looking at creativity. And I think creativity speaks a lot to adaptability and even the result of adaptability. It's our ability to be able to think without boundaries or limits so that we can come up with these new solutions and ideas on how to do things. And, and as I said, there are people out in our industry right now that are doing this naturally and that might just be their strong suit but it doesn't mean that we can't also do that and that really speaks to that fixed versus flexible mindset which I will talk about next week um, because that really lends itself to how well we're able to adapt so that's what you can expect over the next two episodes and really my hope is that by talking about them that we really start to learn more about where we need to grow in our lives and in our business and how we can nurture our own ability to adapt not only to this crisis but to future ones as well because change is always around us and I think that's what really I think that's what success requires it requires our ability to change now, some of you listening might have come from a corporate background or a corporate life. And in corporations, you will know, obviously, there's employees involved. And the people, they I mean, they actually have people designated and responsible for what's known as change management, helping employees adapt to change in workflow or processes. I mean, whatever the company deems necessary. And in our business, you know, we are those employees, We need to be guided, but there's nobody guiding us but ourselves. And so that's the difference is we have to be the change managers to be able to assist ourselves. It's up to us as leaders to really see where we are too fixed to change. And we all are. We all have it in our businesses or in our lives in general where we are too fixed in our mindsets to change. And those are kind of blind spots. So it's about being able to identify them. It's also about being able to identify where we're holding ourselves back. So it's really up to us to understand what are our normal reactions to change. And I know in last week's episode, I looked at our personality styles and how they relate to how we're managing stress. It's kind of the same thing. So looking at what is our normal reaction to when things change, because it's never about the new technology or the new piece of equipment that influences whether or not it's going to work or not. It's really about the end user the people, which is really us. So it's vital to our businesses then to really be able to take an open look at who we are in that equation of change management and who we need to be in order to to survive and thrive this. So 
I really hope that you guys will join me back here for the next two episodes as we dive into mindset and creativity and the role that they play in adaptability and change management. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me here today. I hope everyone's keeping well. If you haven't already, feel free to join the exclusive Facebook group at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash L E podcast. And if you haven't already, and if this is the first time you're tuning in, thank you, but head on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, whether it's iHeartRadio, Apple podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google play, we're on there. So head on over, uh, subscribe. And if you want to receive the weekly podcast directly to your inbox, you can head on over to my website at www.michellereese.com. You can fill out the little form there that says connect with me. And this will automatically sign you up to the email list, which will allow you to receive then the weekly podcast and they get delivered directly to your inbox. And I promise I don't spam. So I hope uh, this little introduction into adaptability has sort of opened your mind and prepared you for what's to come over the next two episodes and really start looking at how um, our role that we play in change management is really affecting our ability to adapt and how important our ability to adapt is um, and how that's going to influence our future success, whether as we're going through this pandemic or even beyond that. So I hope you guys continue to be well. I look forward to connecting with you in the Facebook group or through social media, and I'll see you back here same time, same place next week. Bye for now.